2002, I moved from Accra and I went to stay in Teman. My father was a reverend minister in the Methodist church at that time. And he was transferred. Because he was transferred, he decided to take me to go and stay with a bishop of the Methodist church in Teman. So I went to stay there. I didn't know how to drink alcohol. I didn't know how to masturbate. I didn't know what is called pornography. I didn't know what is called smoking. I didn't know what was called going to the, to the parties and chilling till 12 a.m., 1 a.m. I didn't know. I didn't know. But when I got to the land of Tema, 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 coming into one, to be precise, side six. When I got to Tema, something came up. I met two other friends, Elueke and Inketia. I remember those names so well because, Pastor Governor, they made me understand that I was not James. Elueke. Elueke. And some of you see, you're having certain friends that are, that are causing you to change your direction. They taught me what is called condom. And after teaching me what was called condom, they taught me what is called masturbation. And from 2002 to 2014, the James you are seeing standing before you was masturbating. 12 years masturbating. Also for at times, I go before God and pray and cry that God, I want to stop this. And after praying, that is when I go in for more masturbation. And some of you here, you see, are dealing with this spirit. And you see, one thing that they've told you is that you are not sleeping with a woman, so it's normal. It's not, it's not fornication because no woman is there with you. No woman, no cry. You are having fun on your own. I mean, you are, you are enjoying yourself. But you see, Pastor Governor, I kept crying and believing God that I'll be rescued and saved. For 12 years, 12 years, I couldn't stop masturbation. From 2002 to 2014, to a point where when I got married in 2016, I told my wife that, honey, I'm not sure that I'll give birth. Why? Because out of the 12 years, every day in the 12 years, I was masturbating. Yeah. Yeah. One million, billion children. I'm sure if they were, they were born, by now I'll be the father with a lot of children. Yeah. And you see, you're laughing, but something was controlling my mind. Something. No man in his right senses who decided to masturbate for 12 years. No man. No man in his right senses would decide to go and sleep with a woman who he or she is not married to. No woman, no man will wake up and say, oh, I'm going to have sex. I'm just going to sleep with the girl. No. 
Something controls the mind. Something. The other day, I went to a place called Atemuda. Uh, uh, East Legon here. And in 2013-14, I used to go there to take prostitutes. Yeah. You see, the man standing before you is an embodiment of every sin you can think of. Paul said, of which I am chief. I am chief. I tell you that here. I will sleep with them in my car. Yeah, not this car. No, not this car you see me drive now. I was having a Highlander, Toyota Highlander. And that was what we were using. I'll take them and sleep with them in the car. And I'm sure Pastor Governor can associate with what I'm saying. Because, because he's my twin brother from another mother. A lot of things are controlling people. 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 A lot. He says, yeah, yeah, you're looking at me like an angel. And like you say, Pastor Jim, son, I'm so here. Son, I'm here. Now, who do you swear? Who do you swear? Some of you sit in church and what you do is to go on soccer bed and you are betting as you are in church. As you are in church, what is controlling your mind? Who is controlling your mind? Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5 verse 1. Please you may sit. You stand up again. Mark chapter 5 verse 1. And they came over onto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. Continue. And when he was come out of the ship. That is Jesus. Immediately then met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. Then met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. Out of the tomb. A tomb or tombs are where dead people live. Is that okay? So you see, a lot of us we always want to do things in secret. This guy was in secret. Tombs. All the people there were dead. And that is why he decided to stay. To be among the dead people. In other words, to hide himself from men. To be able to do that which pleases him. Why is that when you want to watch pornography? You close every door. Why is that when you want to go and drink alcohol, you close every door? Or you want to go and drink alcohol at a place where your father and mother will not see you? Why? Is it that way you want to go and then enter into soccer beds? You want to do it in secret. Why? Some of you are laughing because you know yourself. You know yourself. You know yourself. Some of you, you see, this guy was in tombs. And the Bible said in verse 3, go ahead, verse 3, who had his dwelling among the fish? His dwelling. The guy stayed with dead people. Dwellings among the tombs. And no man could bind him. No, not with chains. That means that any time they talk to him, he will not listen. Whatever they tell him not to do, he will do the opposite. What has your mother told you not to do? What has your father told you not to do? What has your pastor told you not to do? What has the archbishop told you not to do? 
What has your teacher in school told you not to do? And it's when we read the scripture like this and we see it far. Oh, tomb, chains. It's a, a story. It's not a story. We are living epistles of this, of this, of this scripture. We are living this scripture. The other day I met a lady in Legon while I was pastoring there. And Pastor Ken, when I met the lady, I was talking to her and I felt strongly in me that this lady had the spirit of masturbation. So she was masturbating. So I called her to the sense, ah, I wouldn't want to mention her. And I said, oh, so so and so. I can, I can feel within me that you, you masturbate. Then I said, oh, Pastor James. Oh. I said, no, you, you masturbate. Because I've dealt with that spirit for 12 years. I know how it behaves. So. You masturbate. Then she said, oh, Pastor James, it's true. And even as you are talking to me, she is telling me I am beautiful. You are doing as I am talking to her, the spirit was telling her, you are beautiful. Then I looked at her, I said, ah, who is that spirit? She said, oh, the spirit is here right now. And the spirit is telling me, I am beautiful. All of a sudden, she started, she started behaving some way. Legon, Legon, Saba, Saba Hall. She started behaving some way. She started behaving some way. I said, Baba, now, Oh, Pastor James, I'm, I'm beautiful. No. But you see, because I've dealt with that spirit for 12 years, eh? I know. I know it. I looked at her and I said, tell the spirit by your side that she's a fool. Then he said, Pastor James, what are you telling me to tell the spirit? She's already angry with you. And the spirit is angry with me. Tell the spirit that so your bow on pee. for me. On pee, What I'm saying is not cartoon, so. <laughs> Pastor James, stop it, stop it. What is that? You are making her angry. She will leave me. I said, yes, I want her to leave you. Then you know what she did? She left me. Went to her room, locked the door. Yes. Thankfully, within that, we were having a revival. And on Wednesday, she came. Then after the revival, she came to me. Pastor James, people were falling. I didn't fall. Uh, then I looked at her. Then I saw somebody who was controlled by another spirit. I said, you, no problem. So when I got home, I just went into my secret place of prayer. And I said, God, you helped me out 12 years. Help this lady. Thursday, she didn't come. Friday, when I was leaving, the Lord said, take the blanket my, my, my son, the Archbishop, give to you. So I took the blanket, prayer blanket, and I took it to the prayer mountain, to, 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 to the grounds, um, Sabbath field. Eh? I took it there. All of a sudden, I saw her coming. I said, wow, today is today. Today is today. In the circle of about 40 people, she came to join. With the blankets in my hand. <laughs> as if I was walking to a direction, as if I was not walking to it, and I threw it at her. After I threw it at her, everybody in the meeting saw that something was controlling her mind. For an hour and a half minutes, she was on the floor. When I'm going to hug her, she'll say, I don't hug men. But you see, one thing happened for me to know that she has been delivered. When she woke up, no, she came to me. Controlling spirits. Mind controlling spirits. Continue with me, continue. Verse 4. 
Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been brought ascended by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. Continue verse 5. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. This is what happens when you are inflicted. This is what happens when you are being controlled. And for us to see what was controlling him, go to verse 7. Go to verse 7 quickly. And cried with a loud voice, and Jesus, and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God, that thou torment me not. Continue quickly. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. When you check, Jesus asked them, What is your name? They said, Legion. And the other day, that bishop said, And Legion, he defined the Legion. And he said, The Legion a 6,000 foot soldiers and 721 horsemen. So this man was being controlled by over 6,000 spirits. As you are here, what is controlling your mind? You see, things are not normal. Things are not normal. Things are not normal. You see, when you talk to your mother anyway, it's not, it's not because of anger. Something is controlling you. Yeah. I like this bit. It's like a Nigerian movie. It's like the horror is coming. Something is controlling your mind. This guy was afflicted. Why? Because a legion was controlling him. What is controlling your mind? Who is controlling you? Some of you, your boyfriends are controlling you. Your boyfriends. I went to the field to bring somebody to church and she told me point blank, my boyfriend said I shouldn't come. Yes. He said, hey, is your boyfriend not controlling your mind? <laughs> Sorry, you can't say yes because you don't want us to know you have a boyfriend. But who is controlling your mind? You see, in this time and in this season, the devil has devised a lot of means some of us, WhatsApp is controlling us. Some of us, YouTube, Instagram, IG, whatever is controlling us. So you wake up and the first thing you do is to take your phone and check what message have you received. Notifications. What is controlling your mind? What is controlling your mind? As a son of God, as a child of God, as a daughter of Christ, you wake up and the first thing you do is to take your phone. Check your phone and check who has sent you a message. Now, how many of you did that today? Oh, sorry, I'm not far from checking. Me, I did it. I did it. You see, some of you, your hands are down. You think you're an angel. Huh? Sorry, I'm not far from checking. Who has sent you a message? Who is controlling your mind? My sister. You see, what controls your mind has every right to control your whole body. Because the mind is what controls you. Your mind. Your mind. That's why the Bible says, casting down every imagination. Why? Because they're for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty to go to the pulling down strongholds. They went to say, casting down every imagination. Why? Because your imagination, what is in your mind? It's always having the right to control your whole being. And until you fill your thoughts 
with good thoughts, thoughts of good and not of evil, you'll forever be, you'll forever be controlled by the enemy. Some of you owe me, I pray, I pray, I pray. Yeah, you pray. But Paul, of all the apostles said, after I have preached the gospel, I put my flesh under subjection. What was he trying to say? He put his mind. His mind. Because after preaching, you can just go home and then you see somebody and the person will annoy you. And if you don't take time, you will speak stupidity. And you will lose every good thing you receive. Who is controlling your mind? It's so simple. It's so simple. Who is controlling your mind? Philippians 2.5 Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. What was the mind? What was the mind? What was the mind? Let this mind be in you which was, which was also in Christ Jesus. Continue verse 6. Verse 6. Who being in the form of God that is God. God made flesh that is Jesus Christ. Taught it not robbery to be equal with God. Continue made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Continue. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. Some of us, humility is killing us. We can't humble ourselves. Don't name me. Don't name me. Don't name me. Do you know what I have? Do you know who my father is? You too, do you know who my sister is? Do you know who my father is? He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. Continue. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every other name that at the mention of the name Jesus. You see, let, let, let this mind humility. Some of you are too proud. When we talk to you some way small, no, then you bore. You bore. See the way he spoke to me. This guy not go talk to himself again. Shake a leg. Yeah. Let this mind, mind, godliness, godly mind, godly mind. How often do you feel? How often do you feel like going for your girlfriend and having sex with her? Now, how many of you are virgins? This is a critical question. And I know only two people will raise their hand. How many of you are virgins? Uh, if you are in church, oh, how many of you are virgins? You see, what controlled you the first time you had sex? His body? Romance? Is that what controlled you? No, am, am I talking to somebody here? What controlled you? What controlled you? Pastor Gabner just stood up and was, because what controlled us to do what we did there? Eh? I'm married. I'm married. The last time I was driving on the Obinim Junction, when I entered the junction, then I saw this. I just took my eye off. Then I, 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 the, the thought came again. Oh, look, look, look small. Then I turned. I, when I saw that thing, I said, No, me, I'm married. What, what is this? Then I continued driving. Then when I passed, I parked. 
Then I started, I, I, you see, I directed a mirror. I am married. How much more you who is not married? Marriage is not a solution to stop fornication. What is controlling your mind? Mama, this morning, this morning on Sunday, this morning when I was coming, I saw a lady like that. The same junction, she was in a tube, tube top. Oh, yes. Tube, tube, pan, and my shirt tight. I said, I said, stretch, you know, shorty. Oh, a tona, a tona. Jesus. I could have packed my car. I could have packed the car. I said, lady, please, please, please come. Please, what's your name? Sam James, what's your name? Can I get your number? I could have taken a number and then called it after. Start working things out. And that's what a lot of us will do. Evangelism. We evangelized women. What is controlling your mind, Bema? Also, when you were in Legon, and I sit and I end, we, we stand up and pray. When we were in Legon, you sent me to paint to go and do outreach. The Kaya, those times. One of the guys is here right now. Mikoni room, Mikoni room, no. My God. Anyway, but you see, because some of us, we, are, we have. Certificates in the thing, no. When I entered the room, then I turned and checked this bed. Then I saw a lady's bag on the bed. I didn't talk again. Then I said, hey, No, brother, I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. I didn't see the lady there, but you know what has happened? The lady had gone to the back, honey. And you see, the gentleman is here. They are making him, they are making him. But who is controlling your mind? I've met a lot of people. I've met a lot of people who have had sex. They've broken their virginity. When I'm talking to them, they start crying. Plenty people. Plenty people. But what is controlling your mind? Who, is, who controlled it? It's not you. I know you didn't decide to break your virginity like that or to broke your virginity. I know. I know you did not decide, but it happened. Because at that time, what was controlling you had so much influence on you because you were engaging your flesh more than your spirit. Therefore, when you saw the nakedness, the nakedness of the guy and the six pack, you couldn't help it than to jump on him and let him feel you. And after, you ask yourself, what have I done? Some people are very quiet because what I'm saying is they are really digesting the thing. But I came to announce to you this morning or this afternoon that until you have filled yourself with more of God, you always be controlled by the enemy. You always be controlled by your flesh. This flesh will tell you, I want pork. This flesh will tell you, I want beer. This flesh will tell you. You see, a lot of them have been watching Wendy's status. I like her status, but she's one of the few people I watch. I watch her status. Wendy, where is she? She's there. What, what God cannot do does not exist. 
I saw that phrase on the on the, on the, on the status. Yeah. This, this flesh tell you so many things. But this morning, as many as will decide to pay attention to their spirit, the Bible said, as, as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. This one, one thing is going to happen right now. Addictions have been taken. Addiction. Some of you, as I'm preaching, you see, and Pastor Gamera decided not to go that way because as I'm standing here, there are so many things I'm seeing. But stand to your feet. I don't know what is troubling you. I don't know what is troubling you. But you see, just lift your hands up and close your eyes. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Oh, Jesus. I want to pray for two groups of people and I hand over the mic. And don't be shy about it because you see, today, and, and it's, so, it's so clear that today, you see, you've been praying to God, you've been believing God for that breakthrough, for, for, for that thing to be lifted. Just come. You are addicted to any, anything at all. You see, you pray, God, I want this thing to stop and it's not stopping. Just come. Just, 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 just come and stand here. I'll just pray with you shortly and then you go. Just come. Addiction of any sort. Any sort. Addiction of any sort. Because you see, one thing I believe is that after we have preached the gospel, there must come deliverance. The gospel is not preached when there's no deliverance. Then what have you preached? Men must be saved. Men must be liberated. After the word of God has come. Jesus. After the word of God has come. Jesus. Lift up your voice. Begin to bring the language of the Holy Spirit. Jesus. Kalubra If you are standing here, just begin to speak in the language of the Holy Spirit. Begin to pray and tell God, God, today, today, let every addiction, anything I've been battling with, today let it be lifted. Set me free. And if you are standing there, you can just pray with them. You may not be addicted to something, but I tell you what you are dealing with may be more than an addiction. Lift up your voice wherever you are. Thank you for listening to this week's message on the Next Generation Church Podcast. We pray that this word you've received will bless you, increase your faith in God, and enhance your spiritual growth. We encourage you not only to subscribe to this podcast, but to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Next Gen Church. We would also like to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Church with NSG. God bless you. If you said we believe it.